It can be surprisingly isolating to believe in leftist ideals like basic human equality in a country like Canada. NDP MP Nikki Ashton joins Left Turn Canada today to talk about her work with Progressive International, a new organization that is trying to unite leftists in a global effort for social, economic and environmental justice. This was supposed to be about that great solidarity movement, but unfortunately in the last few days, the messaging about this organization and this event has changed. Christo, what's been going on? Yeah, so, you know, ironically, as it was around the time that we uh, announced that Nikki was going to be joining us and Nikki had reached out to me and to other progressives to sort of say, you know, we're having this exciting event with Jeremy Corbyn. We're going to be talking about the PI. Um, we're going to be talking about, you know, campaigns around making Amazon accountable and other global corporations accountable to the working class and to and to democratically elected governments. And I was like, Andy, we got to have her on. Yeah, and he was like, great. great. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then all of a sudden the 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 attacks on Jeremy Corbyn, they just came up again. And it's just the the most ridiculous smears. Like, look, mm -hmm. I'm like at first I didn't want to dignify it. I didn't want to dignify it. I was like, we're going to ignore this made up controversy because there's more important things. But, you know, it, it just it, too many people were talking about it. We had to get in on it. Mm -hmm. And and I just want to 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 kind of give Nikki the space to talk a little bit about this and and maybe get a sense for the you know, how, how Jeremy Corbyn is a a, a true human rights champion, uh, a, 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 an enemy of apartheid, an enemy of racism an enemy of, of economic and social injustice and how it's just, it's, it's off the walls bonkers. Mm -hmm. If I'm being honest that we even have to talk about this. So I'll throw it over to Nikki. Welcome, Nikki. Welcome. Well, thank you so much, Christo and Andy. And first of all, I want to congratulate you for this new podcast. Uh, and thank you for for creating the space for so many of us uh, to to hear progressive news analysis voices, something that we so desperately need uh, and which has proven over and over and again that we that we need, including in the last few days as we talk about this this critical event. Uh, look, what we've seen the last few days, including the smears and lies uh, leveled at Jeremy Corbyn, the former leader of the Labour Party, uh, really speaks to why we so desperately need a movement like Progressive International. Uh, we know that uh, the, the right uh, is is mobilized, is connected, not just within our within our own countries, but around the world, uh, and uh, and we need to see a lot more of that connection and that solidarity building from people on the left, and that's where Progressive International comes in. Uh, you know, I. Um, uh, I've been a council member for for three years. I just, you know, I got to back it up and 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 give you some history, right? Three years ago, I was invited to take part at the launch at the Sanders Institute in Vermont. So the Sanders Institute, hosted by Bernie Sanders, right? And uh, and there was incredible progressive people from all around the world. There was there was of course Bernie. There was Yanis Varoufakis. There was the Cornell West, Naomi Klein. Uh, you know, there were there were uh, Fernando Haddad, uh, uh, Ada Kalau like people from all over the world that are uh, 
unapologetically left, courageous people committed to building a movement for social, environmental, and economic justice, you know, putting forward a transformative vision. I cannot tell you how inspiring that was. And I know, Christo, and I, you and I have talked about that since. Yeah. And, yeah. and uh, right. And, and, you know, and this is something that, that so many of us are hungry for. So, so since that time, there were a couple of, of, uh, of, of things that, that uh, sort of uh, emerge. One was Bernie Sanders ran for president. So, so things with the Sanders Institute actually went on pause. Uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, they came back, but then of course COVID hit. Uh, and so Progressive International is, is still that nascent network and organization and, and has really picked up during the COVID crisis. Uh, and so we, uh, as a council member, as a Canadian council member, uh, in fact, there's two others, Abby Lewis and Naomi Klein are both Canadian council members as well. Um, I, um, I, I said, you know, like, let's do something here in Canada. And then this, this event came together, you know, and I, I, um, I've always been inspired by Jeremy Corbyn, uh, as have not just many people, progressives, but also many young people, because the vision he was putting forward for his own country and uh, and the vision he was putting forward, you know, at a, at a global level, a, a, a Democrat, democratic socialist vision, you know, a, a vision that dares to see a world beyond, uh, you know, beyond capitalist greed, you know, that 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 dares to, to center, uh, you know, the the uh, the well-being of people. Right. Is, uh, you know, is, is a deeply, again, inspiring vision like Bernie Sanders, you know, Jeremy Corbyn. So, you know, we said, let's do this. Right. And, uh, uh, you know, and we were having side conversations and talking to folks and they were like, this is exciting, you know, and, and uh, uh, we also told the party, which didn't wasn't recognized either. But, uh, um, you know, uh, but of course, as, 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 you know, the moment it hit, uh, you know, the 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 mainstream, right, it, it was out on, on public uh, in the public domain. Um, we, we saw the attacks right away. And what we've really seen over the last few days is truly the demonization of the left. Um, the demonization of of people who stand up for their principles uh, and they and they use uh, and, and the weaponization of some very serious, gravely serious struggles. Right. The, the, the struggle against anti-Semitism. Mm -hmm. Right. And and, uh, you know, and I I um, I'm so disturbed that so many, including so-called progressives, uh, have have weaponized right that that uh, that that important struggle uh to uh to slander and uh, uh lie about jeremy corbyn but also seek to silence so many of us who are actively committed and engaged in the struggle against anti-semitism and against racism of all forms and in support of of justice for the palestinian people right uh and so I, I think that that again, this backlash, this this pursuit to demonize the left, to demonize critical principled voices, even from so-called progressives, again reinforces how important uh, being part of a movement, an internationalist solidarity building movement like Progressive International, uh, and that's why 
I really want to encourage your listeners, your listeners, friends, families, mm-hmm. people that they know that care great uh, deeply about these issues. You know, whether it's the fight against uh, racism in, in all its forms, whether it's the fight against growing inequality, whether it's you know the the uh, the fight against uh, you know the 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 climate catastrophe that that we're facing. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, tune into this event take part in this event. Uh, and this is only the beginning. You know, we're, we're looking at so many other ways to build this movement, uh, to, to engage people, including here in our own country. And, uh, you know, because we, we, all of us, you know, as people, we mm-hmm. need this. Excellent. Well, there you have it. Nikki explaining that the party was aware Corbin's obviously not an anti-Semite and uh, we can continue. I, I did just want to touch on one thing you said there and we were kind of discussing before we began recording is the movement against just even this basic expression of leftist solidarity seems to be so organized and almost um, defined by a lot of mainstream media that as soon as we suggest anything that's a little bit alternative to the capitalist order, they, like you said, weaponize real struggles against people that are just trying to speak out. You personally, you've been working on this a long time. How do you stop from getting just demoralized by such an organized movement against, at least in mainstream media, against this sort of even conversation from happening. The event even hasn't happened yet. And already, like you said, the pitchforks are out. How do you keep the morale up, essentially? Well, it's not the first time that that yeah. uh, the mainstream media has attacked me. Uh, you know, I mean, ever since uh, you know early Bolivia on in Venezuela, whenever whenever Latin America comes up, Nikki, Nikki gets hammered. <laughs> and as with the yeah, other MPs too. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, in in the um, uh, yeah, I mean, ever since I, I I first got elected, I mean, first of all, we rocked the establishment boat uh, when I first ran uh, right against our sitting MP who was against gay marriage, yeah. right? Who had establishment support, uh, and uh, and we said, uh, you know, after we tried to get her to change her position and be in line with fundamental party policy in favor of human rights and uh, and and queer rights, and and she refused. We said, you know, we're 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 going to get involved in the nomination as, as did others. Right. And uh, you know, and I, and I would say that was my first direct foray into uh, you know, the attacks that, 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 that you do sustain, right. Uh, when, uh, um, when you challenge the establishment, right. Mm-hmm. And, and on principle, right. Um, so, you know, and I, I mean, I come from a part of the country where um you know, where, where we are constantly, you know, and, 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 you know, as a, as an ally to, to so many indigenous activists and leaders, um, you know, there, there, these constant struggles to, to be heard, right. To change the status quo, to address, you know, deeply ingrained systemic uh, racism and, and, and colonialism, right? You know, when, when, you know, when, when you raise these issues and, you know, yeah, there's people that support it, but then, but, you know, you, you see, you see the, the, uh, um, you know, governments, the, 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 the systems in place, you know, push, push the communities you represent down, you know, mm-hmm. or in the case of even the community I come from, right? A, a, a mining town, right? That is, has uh, given a lot in terms of the wealth of Canada, right? Where, where, where workers have been exploited and, uh, you know, where, where the community and, and indigenous communities, uh, uh, you know, most importantly have been exploited to extract that wealth, right? And, and uh, you know, to see in the ways in which 
we're not heard, right? To way, the ways in which workers aren't heard, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm no stranger to seeing that, that, uh, that push to, to silence and to uh, gaslight and, mm-hmm. and to, um, uh, um, yeah, you know, to undermine, uh, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but what I would say is, is, is perhaps, you know, on a recurring basis, the most troubling is, is to see people within our movement, demonize those of us who do speak out in favor and in line with our principles. Right. And, uh, you know, and, and there are no better examples in the way in which I was attacked vociferously. Yes. From the outside, but also from within in, in our leadership campaign. Right. When we took clear stances in, in terms of, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, solidarity with, with the Palestinian people. Right. When we took clear stances opposing pipelines. Right. When we took clear stances in in favor of bold public ownership. Right. I mean, for a lot of us, these are not revolutionary or controversial ideas. And yet uh, there is a systemic effort, even from within our own uh, movements or or environments, I guess, um, to. to shut us down, right? And what I did see in that leadership and what I've seen over the last few days and being attacked around around this progressive international event with Jeremy Corbyn is, is incredible energy and support for uh, for principles, right? For standing up for what you believe in, for standing up for, for justice, for standing up for, for human rights. And, uh, you know, and I, I really... Uh, you know, people need to, to, to open their eyes wide with, you know, when it comes to our own political establishment and, and and so on that this is where the energy is right and and i mean look at what young people want to see in this world right they want i mean so many of jeremy corbyn's supporters are are young right so many of, of bernie sanders supporters are young right like because we cannot afford to live in this world the way it is, right? Um, and, uh, uh, you know, we, we don't want our kids to live in this world the way it is, right? So, you know, so when we say we, we need to be bold, you know, it, it, uh, um, it needs to be heard. Like, we cannot be silenced and we cannot be demonized. And when we are, people push back, right? And, uh, and so I... Um, I'm, I'm buoyed by that, you know, going back to your question, you know, what drives me, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's that's that my, my, yes, my core belief in, in, the, in, in, in the principles that, that, that I believe in, that so many of us believe in, but, but the fact that, that I know that there's so many with whom I stand, right. And, uh, and, and so many that are including in the last few days, willing to speak up and say, wait a second, this isn't right. And, and I don't just mean to net to the national post. Right. <laughs> so, so it's, uh, you know, the, the kind of solidarity I've already seen in the last few days, you know, I've heard from people I haven't heard from in years. Right. I've heard from people that, that don't follow politics in particular. Um, right. So not just sort of the, the, the politically, uh, um, you know, passionate, but, to, but from so many people that say, you know, I, I, I stand with you and I believe in this too. And, you know, thank you for, for, um, you know, for, for doing this event. I mean, you know, and, and so I, um, uh, that, that's what, what keeps, uh, keeps me going and, and, uh, um, you know, and, and we're just, we're going to carry on. Yeah. I mean, I just want to just underline here that, you know, groups like independent Jewish voices have come out and, and, and shown solidarity yeah. with Nikki. They, they have a, a notice on Twitter, uh, you can go follow them on Twitter. They basically said it's a smear attempt against Jeremy Corbyn. Uh, and by by connection, uh, Nikki and all those involved in the event, they note here, we can disagree on his political platform, but Jeremy Corbyn is no anti-Semite. 
Any serious study of his track record will find that he actually has a long history of standing with Jewish communities in the UK against racism, fascism, and the far right. And I mean, I think that's, that's, that's the story right there. Uh, but Nikki, thank you. like, thank you for, for helping bring us all up to date on the controversy. Mm-hmm. And now I think we really would like to talk about some of the great work that progressive international has been doing and will keep doing. Right. And, and so uh, we'd, we'd love to, we'd love to jump in with that. I mean, like one of the questions we have is, you know, why, why should Canadians in particular be excited for progressive international? Like, you know, it's a global movement, but, what what about Canada's challenges are are maybe you know, uniquely suited to this movement of global solidarity? Mm-hmm. A lot of the the um, I mean, it, it, you know, Progressive International is clear that the biggest challenges of our time are challenges that we are facing globally. Right. The rise of inequality, uh, the rise of the far right and uh, the the threat of, uh, of of climate catastrophe. I mean, Canada is seeing all of those challenges and in, in those realities in 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 spades. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have, uh, you know, to take on growing inequality. I mean, we only have this recent pandemic to prove the extent to which the rich have become richer, uh, uber rich. Right. Without paying their fair share in taxes, uh, many on the backs of, of the Canadian public through the wage subsidy and, and so many other other uh, uh, public sources of funding. Uh, when it comes to the rise of, of the far right, I mean, you know, you don't have to look past Aaron O'Toole's um, mm. Xenophobic, uh, uh, you know, uh, dog whistle uh, politics. I mean, yes, he 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 pushed De- Derek Sloan out, but but Derek Sloan is the reason why Aaron O'Toole's leader, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. and uh, you know, a lot of their their uh, you know their 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 dog whistle stuff is is right in line with uh, you know what we've heard from Trump, and then of course the climate catastrophe. I mean, Canada is is literally building a pipeline. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, on on the backs of the Canadian people uh, that we know is is uh, actively uh, and massively contributing to, uh, you know, our, our uh, the, the, the climate emergency that we face. Right. And so we also know that that, uh, you know, on the international level, um, you know, we talk about Canada siding with the U.S. In, in terms of their imperialist agenda. I mean, Canada has its own imperialist agenda. I mean, I was involved years ago very directly in a struggle to oppose a Canadian gold mine in uh, in Greece, where my family is from. Right. And I saw firsthand the the the, the greed and uh, and and uh, um, uh, I mean, aggressive uh, uh, tactics used by not just the company, but by by the Canadian state in support of these interests. And we know that in Latin America and Africa, Canada, Canadian company mining companies are wreaking havoc. And of course, that connects back into our our, our support for right wing undemocratic uh, governments and, and leaders in in Latin America in particular. Right. And so, you know, Canada is part of the problem in so many ways. And many of us as progressives know that uh, many of us as progressives. And I want to acknowledge the activists and, and, and leaders, you know, indigenous leaders, uh, racialized women, uh, queer leaders who are on the front lines, uh, migrant justice leaders who are mm-hmm. on the front lines yeah. opposing these forces every single day. 
but we need more. We need to build, uh, you know, that that greater sense of, of solidarity and and uh, do a better job, I would say, politically as well, to to work with our activists, to work with social movements in pushing for that transformative change uh, that um, that that we need to see. Right. And, and, you know, I, I, when I heard about Progressive International for the first time, I, I have to say one of the feelings, and it, you know, goes back to how you started the interview is, is, as I felt, uh, um, we're not alone. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And, uh, and, and, and I would say that, that, um, you know, so many of us want us to feel like that, right? Mm. But Progressive International makes it clear that we're in this together. And so so Progressive International is still in those early stages. So they did the Make Amazon Pay campaign. As you pointed out, Christo, it was a, it was a very um, uh, uh, active, uh, you know, and very active on social media campaign that involved Amazon workers like from mm. the warehouses, right? And involved trade union activists, involved uh, politicians from around the world, advocates from around the world that were making a clear call and and have taken on various different actions to exactly that make amazon pay Mm -hmm. right and uh i mean you know i was able to say right great i mean canada gave them a bunch of money too right like as in the canadian people right so yes they should pay um for for all of those reasons right so so that's one campaign um they're also doing some very exciting work around uh, supporting people's movements, leftist movements around the world. They sent actually a delegation to Bolivia. Jeremy Corbyn was part of that to oversee the elections. Um, they, they also sent a delegation to Ecuador. They are very connected with social movements across uh, Latin America. Uh, in fact, uh, one of the things that uh, I'm very supportive of is a, a creation of a Latin American or a secretariat for the Americas, because I think there is so much solidarity. We still need to build across our regions, right? I mean, a lot of us feel strongly that, you know, Canada is, is uh, you know, part of the problem when it comes to Venezuela, um, you know, not part of the solution, even when it comes to Cuba, although, you know, that, that history is a bit different. Um, you know, and, and of course, the list goes on in terms of our involvement in, in the Americas. Um, you know, let's find ways to connect, right? And in real time, and that's what Progressive International can do. So this event is is uh, you know is is the first ever Canadian event. It is aimed at introducing Progressive International to people mm. through the eyes of uh, Jeremy Corbyn and others who will also be taking part. Uh, and uh, profile also struggles here in our own country that can connect to the international national level, uh, but it's also aimed to raise some money for them, right? So all mm. proceeds are going to Progressive International. This is not an NDP event. It's not a partisan event. None of that money mm. is is uh, going to uh, anywhere except for Progressive International. And, uh, you know, they also have some very clear policies around no corporate donations. Uh, you know, they, they, um, uh, they also very much... Uh, depend on a small donor uh, culture, I guess, if you can put it that way. And, uh, and we said, great, you know, there's a lot of Canadians that uh, I, that we believe would support this kind of work. Let's do an event that also helps you do that work, not just in terms of professed solidarity and building the mm. network, but also through some funds. Well, yeah, I think you covered a lot of what we uh, wanted to talk to you about with the organization, but the talk in particular, it's happening Saturday, March 20th, 
uh, 1 p.m. to 3 p.m. You can stream it online and a conversation yourself and Jeremy Corbin about building solidarity, specifically with this event and, and this conversation. You touched on it a little bit before about the work he has done and the the similarities and the the real solidarity that we all have as as leftists that are hoping for a better tomorrow. In that conversation with Corbin, you know what other things are you hoping maybe to bounce off each other? What 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 can you gain from that conversation, and what do you think Canadians can gain from Corbin's uh, insight and his story? Well, first, we're, we're actually asking people as well who are taking part to submit their questions. There you go. Uh, and, uh, you know, so so definitely to your listeners, uh, if you want to be part of this event, we also want to hear from you what you want to be asked. And, and we're certainly uh, going to be asking a number of those questions. We're also going to have videos from a- activists and, and advocates from across Canada, um, you know, sharing some of our struggles with Jeremy Corbyn and asking him questions. Uh, so, you know, and and you know, so, so basically the sky's the limit, uh, but, but really what we've, what we framed this event. And of course, uh, you know, these, these recent attacks have taken the attention away from that is, is the main focus is building solidarity around common struggles, uh, including during this COVID crisis. Right. So, so we know that the UK has, has, uh, I mean, you know, thanks to their, uh, their far right government, uh, has, um, you know, very has dealt with the COVID crisis very poorly, right? Uh, you know, uh, many many people have have paid for it with their lives, right? We we know that uh, you know it's been it's been particularly deadly in in the UK and continues to be a very very serious crisis. Uh, you know, Canada is not far off. Right. We we uh, we'd like to think that we're better than uh, than than the U.S. We certainly aren't on the vaccination front. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, course, yes. you know, but what's that? I said, of course, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. so right. So, but but if you look at at sort of how Canada's dealt with the COVID crisis in terms of of uh, benefiting corporations, mm-hmm. in terms of of failing to use uh, uh, public funds and harness public power to take over what we need to fight not just this crisis but future crises, right? Um, it, you know, if you if you look at at how we've continued to contribute uh, to uh, our, our carbon footprint, right? You know, building the pipeline, uh, you know, continuing to subsidize oil and gas and all of that, right? So you know. So really also bringing in that frame around rebuilding from the COVID crisis, you know, what can a transformative vision for our world Mm. look like coming out of of this crisis that has proven so clearly that neoliberalism, you know, in all its forms, austerity, privatization, job killing trade deals, right, has rendered us all vulnerable. And for many, it's been it's proven deadly during this crisis. Right. So how do we rebuild from that? How do we learn from this? And I think, uh, you know, I'm I'm very look, much looking forward to hearing what Jeremy Corbyn has to say to that, you know, and, and, and wisdom that we can bring back here to our our own country and, and, the, and the struggles we're waging to rebuild, uh, you know, in a in a in a transformative way coming out of this crisis. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a great point, Nikki, like that that there are crises, you know, new ones, but also ongoing ones that, that really show like that the problem of capitalism, the problem of inequality and justice is global. And, and I think that one of the great things of this movement, you sort of address this, but I'm going to get on my soapbox a little bit, but like that, that capital is already united globally. Capital is already 
you know, in for the most part, in a strong global alliance. And labor and the left, progressives, marginalized people are by and large not. And so I really, <clears throat> I'm excited for your movement, for the PI, you know, for the Sanders Institute and all these bodies to, to really get together and, and see if we can build a movement that acts as a counterbalance. Because you're right that, you know, the state plays an important role. Democratic institutions are going to play an important role. You know, we in the, the, the CCF NDP tradition need to re-engage with the politics of nationalization and of democratic ownership of the means of production. But we can't do that as 205 or whatever it is, isolated nation states. I think we need to do that as a global movement. And again, I, I love that make Amazon pay video. I think, a, I believe it was it Rashida Tlaib who was in it. There was a, there was a, there was a whole mm -hmm. bunch of great people in it. And it's so needed because, because again, capital, capital has no patriotism. Capital, capital will, will wear any flag. It will speak any language. It will profess any belief as long as it serves its interest. And so the only way we can compete with that is solidarity, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really the 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 crux of of Progressive International and, and the crux of this this event and really what you know what I've said before, right? This is yes, this is about building solidarity internationally, but but through that uh, you know, locally in our communities, in our regions and across our country, right? It, it's uh, um, you know, and it's 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 it, it's all connected. I guess. So, no, I appreciate your, your, your excitement, Crystal, for this event. And, and truly, I mean, any conversation I've had around this event, you know, people have said, and, and a lot of people in our generation have said, you know, wow, you know, I, I can't wait to hear this. Right. Um, it's a two hour zoom event. Also, like we're not talking about a massive event here. I mean, mm -hmm. it'd be shocking for some of the folks that have attacked it already to find that out. But, uh, um, you know, we're, we're, but it's like, it's an opportunity for us to connect and hear from somebody who's been on the front lines of these struggles for a long time. And, uh, and, and who's, who's got something to say. Mm -hmm. Right. And so, and, and something that we can bring back. So I, I, uh, yeah, I appreciate your excitement and, 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 and your plug through this show for, people to uh to tune in and take part yeah we'll have again all the information about the event available in the links below including where you can contribute those questions and maybe get them answered uh thank you again yeah. nikki for for taking the time to talk to us and also clearing up some of the issues that were being presented by i think bad faith actors honestly and that kind of leads into my final question and it it relates to an email we got from a 16-year-old who listened to us and spoke about that feeling of disillusionment, that, that feeling that the promises that were even made to them as young people that are 16 years old are not going to come into fruition about wealth inequality, housing, the climate change response, and just the, the belief that they can have a job in this sort of climate that we're in seems almost impossible to at least one listener, but I think a lot of different people. As someone that believes what you do, what can you suggest would help people fight against that disillusionment? It's all about solidarity, like we said with this event, but it is hard not to just be beaten down. We're in the middle of a pandemic by the brunt of the reality of, of what we face. So what do you say to them and what do you hope uh, you can help them with if you could? 
Well, first, you know, I want to acknowledge the the, the strength of, of um, you know, uh, of this young person and any young person that comes forward and shares that that dis- feeling of despair. Right, that feeling of mm-hmm. of of, um, of hopelessness, and uh, and what I what I say first of all is it's important for us to say I hear you, right, and yeah. and 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 to say that that this is where so many young people are at, right, and you know I'm a millennial myself, right, an older millennial, but a millennial <laughs> nevertheless, and you know I I you know I I know how our generation sees things right and 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 uh you know and 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 that that feeling that that um you know that in so many ways things are getting are becoming more difficult more precarious more more challenging right and um you know and i i would say it's 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 so important to acknowledge that that uh that very real feeling but then to shift and say but so many and especially those in power want us to feel this way, right? Want us to feel that we're alone, that we're, um, you know, that it's personal, that it's, it's uh, you know, an individual struggle. Uh, and that's why it's, it's so important to know that there's others, not just going through what this person is going through, but others that are fighting back and find ways to connect with people. You know, whether it's people that are, are doing, uh, um, uh, you know, I mean, including during this pandemic, right? Some some real incredible community care driven projects, right? That come from a deeply socialist uh, philosophy um, and are very pragmatic, right? What do people need right now in real terms in my community, in my neighborhood, in my community, right? So, you know, any anything from those initiatives to the broader, I mean, the organizing campaigns that even during a pandemic, we know there's people that are are are, are organizing people in in terms of uh, labor organizing, right? Um, we know that there's there's people that are finding creative ways, you know, to uh, support indigenous communities who are on the front lines fighting injustice, and uh, you know, I I think it's so important. Uh, to uh, to let people know that that there are people and they want you they want all of us to be part of these struggles whether on the front lines whether you know behind the scenes whether as allies whether as 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 donors and whatever we can give right and 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 the need to come together um, and to build that solidarity a word that we we have often uh, used as a slogan but forget what it actually means. And if there's one thing that I would say that the COVID crisis has has proven besides the abject failure of neoliberalism is um, is the the devastating impact of of um, you know of of essentially atomization, right? That we are all individuals on our own, just you know slogging through fighting to survive, right? That's not who we are. That's not how humans work, right? That's not how we, how we have survived, right? It is through a, a feeling that we're part of something bigger, that we are part of a collective, that we can work together and we will all be better when we do that. And, and I, I take tremendous inspiration from people that are, that are pointing directly to the failures of neoliberalism, the failures of our, of our, of our governments to take care of us, to support us, to, to, to be there for us, right? And, and, uh, and that are saying enough, we need 
uh, a transformative uh, um, approach, a new way of doing things. And, uh, um, you know, and, and to this 16 year old, you know, whether it's through PI or through your own community or both, right, we are there uh, to, to, to be with you, to stand with you and, and, uh, and, and to push for a future that, that you and every single young person and every single person in our society deserves. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Absolutely. I'm fired up. I don't know, Andy, <laughs> are you fired up? Yeah, no, I, I think yeah. that is uh, a really great place to end it. Uh, and again, thank you so much for taking the time. Uh, I'm excited to check out the event just once more, just so they know where it is, what it is. Nikki, can you uh, close out the show? Tell us uh, where in the event is and where they where people can watch it. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much again, Andy. Thank you so much, Christo. Uh, and again, just thrilled to join you on this new podcast. And I wish you all the best. We need you. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and we need people listening to you to, to join our event uh, and join, uh, you know, tune into Progressive International's work. So our event uh, is on Saturday, March 20th, 1 to 3 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Certainly people can look to my social media platforms, whether it's Twitter or Facebook, uh, to find the link. We are asking people to make a contribution, pay as you can, uh, and then we will be sending everybody the the, the link. Uh, if uh, We've also asked people to, to uh, make donations in a, as a, a solidarity um, uh, you know, a contribution for folks that, that may not be able to, to pay to attend the event. Uh, so we will be uh, making the event available to folks that, uh, you know, that may not be able to pay, um, uh, pay something. Uh, so, you know, please get in touch with us. Let us know. Send us your questions. And, uh, and I hope to see you there. Thank you again, Nikki Ashton. I'm Andy Burkowski, Christo Avelis, and this is Left Turn Canada.